It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won the grand final. Now Mullins opens up again. Oh, look at him go. He beats O'Davis on the outside. And away he goes again. Brett Mullins scores in second. 90 metre try. How good is this bloke? Now Fiddler. Puts on the step. Goes right through. Puts on the step again. Oh, go pretty. That was magnificent stuff. Yes, and age shall not weary the great man Ray Warren. Uh, Scotty Sattler, listeners, welcome to the show. Sports Day Queensland on a Wednesday night. And the news, and I guess we should be celebrating this, it's a little bit sad in a way, that Ray Warren has called his last game of rugby league. Scotty Sattler. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge day. In, not only in rugby league, but also Olympic swimming. He's been across a lot of formats, horse racing, whatever that may be. He's been a constant in our dressing in our, not in our dressing rooms, but uh, in our lounge rooms, lounge each, rooms and every, yeah. each and every week and also those major events, um, not only nationally but around the world. He is the greatest caller of all time, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm with you, Sats. It's, uh, it's hard to think of anyone that was better than him and our listeners can tell us what they think. You can get us on Twitter at Sports Day QLD. Um, and I'm going to ask this bloke too. We're going to catch up with Alfie Langer soon, see what's happening in Origin Camp. And I wonder what his experiences are with Rab. Sometimes the... Uh, they're at arm's length. I, I'm really fortunate, Satch. I, I called some games, origin games with Rabs, um, and I was doing some sideline stuff for a while. Then Fatty had to jump in as Queensland coach when no one else would do it yep. in 95 and 96. So I got to sit up in the uh, in the commentary box too. He's a he's a great man. Uh, he's a great fantastic guy. Fantastic caller. Great guy. And I remember when we've interviewed him before on the show, Badge, and I'd text Rabs and say, Rabs, can we interview you tonight? He said, yeah, no worries, young fella. Give me a call on the home phone, 029. And I said, who's got a home phone anymore? What's his number? Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to have it. Yeah, good on yeah, Anyway, good stuff, Rabs, and we will try to catch up with him in the next week or two. But um, stranded on 99. Mm. He's, who's he like? Like Don Bradman. Yeah. Bradman-like average, 99. Who else got stranded? Oh, Warney got stranded on 99 did, once. Yeah. Never got his test century. Yep. Good on you. Uh, that's ridiculous as well. We'll have tonight. And uh, don't forget, Queensland's Premier Rugby League comp, the Host Plus, Host Plus Cup, is back bigger and better than ever in 2022. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. We'll have our NR update next. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. Yes, uh, just mentioning off the top about Ray Warren for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Before we get into the rest of the uh, the, the sports stuff, the NRL stuff, Sats, did you have much to do with 
Rabs? Had a lot to do with Rabs. Uh, my dad had a lot to do with Rabs as well. Did he? Rabs has got a great fear of flying. And as they're going over on the 71 uh, New Zealand tour, I think it was. Oh, no, it might have been. They were, they were going somewhere anyway. It was the 71 New Zealand tour. Rabs was going over as a journo to cover it. And he was sitting on the plane. He said, I was nervous as I was. And he said, your father, as we were taking off, banged on the back of my chair. And he said, I've nearly had a heart attack. <laughs> and he said, and from that day forward, I was even more scared of flying. Uh, and, had a lot, and probably more scared of your dad. Yeah, yeah. Had a lot to do with Rabs over the years, purely through that he was a friend of dad's. And we're talking about him oh, like he's footy, gone. Scott. Yeah, and, like and he's um But it is. It's a huge, it's huge news, isn't it? Uh, I've got to say, as a player badge, if you looked at the schedule of games, and again, the games didn't come out from round one to round 26 years ago. They used to come out in blocks of five or six games. So you really didn't know when you were playing. And the when you looked at the schedule and, and found out you were playing on a Friday night game or a Sunday afternoon game, and Rabs was going to be the commentator of your game, for some reason as a player, you just felt special. Yeah. You felt wow. special that Rabs was going to call your name. It was very, very fair too. And I can't remember, barely remembering bagging players. But yeah. it was just, you just caught up in all the great stuff in a game. And he made it look, even an average game, he'd make it sound great. And the great games, they were, um, his, his, well, the his master, etched, etched in uh, history. Badge, as you know, the master, yeah, the, the main, um, I suppose, strength and skill you've got to have as a main caller like he has is you don't have an opinion. You've got the experts there to have the opinion. That's he, it. And he, he did that for, and what, nearly 34, 35 years in rugby league. And I think there's plenty of callers who could take a, a note out of that book from the greatest yeah. that they have expert commentators with them. Yeah, you, well, it's okay to have an opinion, but the yeah. expert commentator is there for a reason. You've yeah. got to give them a bit of time and space to do that. So Have you got a have you got a moment that stands? I mean, it's only been very fresh, the the announcement in his retirement. Yeah. Rabs. Have you got a favourite one? Uh, no, no, just as I mentioned just generally, you know, before I could, I, I loved sitting down in the commentary box a couple of times with him at Channel 9, not just for Origin games, but for other, other games you'd turn up to and you'd just, you'd be there a bit early and you'd just stop and have a chat and he was just such a likeable bloke. He nice called bloke. Susie O'Neill's gold medal at the Sydney Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. It was, ex- it was extraordinary. I know. Yeah. We'll have to dig a few more of those out. And they will be coming out, won't they? They'll be surfacing yeah. more and more over the coming days. Hey, um, back on the NRL, Dolphins have signed uh, Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, Hello. I saw a massive misprint in the paper that said uh, the Redcliffe Dolphins have signed Jeremy Marshall <laughs> King. No, he's not going to play. He's not, he's not there to play second grade. He's yep. there to play for the Dolphins. He's not a bad player, Jeremy. No, fix the dress. Yeah. He's a good player. No surprise. Wayne's got a close relationship with Benji. Yeah. And Benji's brother Jeremy, I guess. Therefore, they've, um, yeah, they've signed him up. He's a good player. He's a good player. He's not a bad player at all. I think in a, I'm trying not to be disrespectful, but in a in a team with better players around him, I think um, I think he'd be a really effective hooker. They've got some good players already, haven't they? Yeah, they have in the pack. Yeah, they have very good. Pack. Yeah, good experienced pack that are going to, you know, they're going to draw a line in the sand very early on in relation to, you know, values and how that club's going to be seen in many many years mm. time. On to the state of origin, of course, uh, just a week away. And uh, I see Xavier Coates is going to swap wings mm. for Selwyn Cobbo. So Selwyn plays on the right. And Xavier has done some great stuff on the right for Queensland and for Melbourne. But he's going to swap over. Yeah. Do the nonchalant thing. Maybe he likes it on the left or prefers it. Or for whatever reason, that's what they've come up with. That's a, that's a great thing. Xavier Coates, I mean, Selwyn Cobbo is amazing under the high ball. But Xavier Coates, far more experienced under the high ball has taken mm. some beautiful catches this year to, to score from crossfield kicks. 
if the way it's panning out the way we're thinking it's going to be, Xavier Coates will be up against Brian Toto. Yes, A lot exactly. shorter. But then Selwyn's got to be able to handle the onslaught of Daniel Tupo. Daniel Tupo, who yeah. is a great leaper and can mm. get up and over the top. Hey, um, Harry Grant apparently is still in Melbourne. And yep. hope they were hoping to get him up here today. I'm going to ask Elf uh, what's going on there. Not that I expect any straight answer from him. But, um, yeah, recovering from a heavy dose of the flu, which makes even more sense why um, Tommy Dearden's 18th man and, and not going back to play mm. club football. Because if Harry doesn't come good um, – then he'd be next cab off the rank, you would think, to, for a, a spot in the seven. I think it's smart what Billy has, has done and the, and the club doctors where they've just said, we don't need to bring him up for the first well, three Don't put days. him near anyone else. Just leave him in Melbourne. And you know, he plays enough footy now, Harry Grant. He's a smart operator. He's a smart player. Even though he's very young. Let's just let's bring him up at the back end of the week. There's plenty of time. Mm. Mm. Which, which matchups are you looking forward to most? State of origin. Yeah, they always are across the park, aren't they? The other one I'm really looking forward to is um, Val Holmes up against um, Katoni Staggs. Yeah, Val on the left, Katoni on the right. I want to read something to you, Badge. Mm. Now, they've faced each other once already this year. Now, I know Katoni was coming back from an injury, only, only a few weeks back from injury, but they've already marked each other once this year. Staggs had 74 metres, running metres, five missed tackles and four errors. Whoa. Val Holmes had 200 metres, a try, and nine tackle breaks. Wow. So, you know, I, don't, I, I don't think we think that's going to be repeated, but it just does show but you. But you know what, Badge? There are some players that other players, they just struggle with. And maybe yeah. Val is one of those players for Katoni. I remember when I was at the Panthers and the West Tigers, and we had a centre by the name of Shane Elford, won a comp with the Tigers in 2005. Yes. He was one of the the best defensive centres in the competition. But whenever he played Mark Gaznia, gave him nightmares. Did he? Maybe Val is that person for Katoni. Yeah. He's hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the, the front rowers, um, Josh Papali'i and Junior Paulo. Mm. They play a similar game and they've got a good offload and they're, they're built similar and they're both playing great footy. I mean, I, I watch Josh good closely because – Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. And I watch Josh closely because he's with the Raiders, but – Gee, Junior on the weekend, he's in, he's in great nick. Does and of he, course, doesn't he move well for a big man? Yes, but if, but if there's anyone that can match Payne Haas for what he does with his size and his his ability to sort of get between defenders and get get on the front and play the ball quickly, it's Big Tino. Yeah. So up front, oh, I think that's outstanding. There, mm. uh, both both packs. I think it's I think it's what what he's done, Billy, is moving Tino up into the front row to to match that size that Payne Haas and. Um, and Paul I've got, and Regan Campbell-Gillard and Codes when they come on, I I think it's the right move from Billy rather than leaving him at 13. Yeah. I don't expect Ruben Cotter to start. I think Pat Carrigan will start. Yeah, I think, Really? Yeah, I, I think that first 10 or 15 minutes is going to be really important and, from and a size perspective. We kind of suspect Crichton will start instead of Jack White mm. in the Blues. Yeah, well, isn't it interesting, Bad? Someone was saying to me today, oh, Ruben Cotter, I've watched him this year, and I said, I, I don't know who he plays like, and... One of my friends said to me this morning, you know who he reminds me of, Sats? I said, who? He said, a young Trevor Gilmeister. Right. I said, you know what? Yeah, it's it's pretty close. Great tackle technique. He's got, a bit, more, he's got a bit more speed. A bit more speed and evasion, hasn't he? Yeah. Than, than Gilly. But, you know, small in stature, but it's just willing to do oh, so Rubble. much work. He'd, uh, he'd, yeah. he'd rip in, wouldn't he? Anyone else? Um, Munster and Luai, that's, that's always the one a thing, one. The reason why I'm looking forward to Munster and Luai is because Luai basically gets the opportunity to do what he wants with the ball. But Munster's one of those 
sort of gunslingers. Like he's, if you come into town thinking you're going to own the town, Munster's one of those guys who goes, no, no, no. He could show you up. I'm the sheriff here. So I expect him to get in the face of, of Jerome Luai mm. and really try and unsettle him, not give him as much time as what he has in week-to-week NRL. Yeah. I see he's going to – looks more likely for him to stay at, at the Storm than, than go to the Dolphins. It's in the wording, but isn't it? He says, I'll be at the Storm as long as Craig is the coach. Yeah. Now, Craig is extended till the end of 2023. Yep. If he's not the coach after 2023, and that's when Munster comes off contract. Well, he's not saying he'll leave then. Yeah. But well, whilst ever Craig's there, it seems that he wants to hang around. They've got a good relationship. And he, it's great. Yeah, you know, he's mature enough to admit that, that Craig has stood by him when many clubs would have sacked him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's given him some tough love. Yep. And he, he really needed it. And the best clubs do that. Rightio, uh, thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand for 21 years straight. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. The great man, little Alfie, joins us next. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. Right, we're going to go into uh, State of Origin camp uh, tonight as we, uh, as we try to each night. We've got uh, one of the greats who's, uh, who's involved with the Queensland team, Alan Langer, on the line. Alfie, how you going, mate? And I, I'm sorry I didn't uh, mention what your title is because I don't think anyone knows what it is. Well, I've already repeated that. I keep repeating it. Entertainment manager. And uh, as I say, mate, three best weeks of the uh, year been in State of Origin camp, and it's come around that quick this year. So great to be here, mate. So you, oh, okay, entertainment manager, director. So you've got, have you got a full book of entertainment for the lads, or is it, um, you know, it's, it, do they give you enough time to uh, to run the show? What I'm trying uh, to say. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty low profile these days, lads, because you can't do too much. The players can't do too much, especially during this COVID period. It's. Uh, Bit of a pain in the neck, but uh, the boys have got to get swabbed twice a day these, really? these days to make sure they haven't got COVID. Yeah, so they're pretty well. They're not stuck in their rooms, but you know they can't get out and about as we used to. So the staff the same. You've got a you, you're getting swabbed. You're you're um you've got limitations around what you can do. Yeah, limitations, but we we could still get out and about. But as I say, we just got to watch who we're with and uh, you know don't go to too many crowded places, but. Oh, As you say, mate, down here at Century Cove, it's uh, pretty open so we can get around and get down the village and uh, it's not too bad. That doesn't sound like a fun state of origin camp, Alf. You've got to watch who you're with and you can't do too much. Uh, so Alf, you know, the sw- different. you know it's not a swab. You know it's a, a breathalyzer, don't you? <laughs> did they tell you it's a swab, did they? Well, well, that's what I thought it was, mate. But I think they've been uh, having me on. so And I think that's from stopping us going out. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, so Harry Grant, uh, we heard that he's left back in Melbourne uh, up until today. Is, has he arrived in camp yet? Uh, I, th- I think he's coming up uh, tomorrow, mate, because uh, they, he's got a bit of the flu, so they didn't run him around the, around the team with uh, the flu. I think he was feeling pretty average early in the week, but I think he's all mended. I think he's been training, you know, on his lonesome down to Melbourne, so... I'm sure he'll be right. He's come up tomorrow. Billy's been speaking to him, so I'm sure I'll fill his position uh, tomorrow, mate. Yeah, good. Now, most importantly, uh, we spoke to your assistant um, yesterday in Josh Hannay, and we spoke about room allocations. This is what he had to say. 
It's funny you mention that. We we're literally just talking. This will be his first camp where he's got a room to himself, oh. so he's not sure how he's going to go with that because he, yeah, he likes a bit of company, and um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, talking about Al, yeah. So what's happened? What's happened with the room allocation? First time on your own. Well, same thing with COVID, mate. Everyone's got to be by himself, so it is very sad. I'm sitting in a room here in the dark, or I've got most of the lights on because I'm. <laughs> Not a fan of uh, being in the dark. So, uh, yeah, it gets very lonely, mate. So it's uh, you got to spend a bit of time in the team room because uh, you got to get out and about. Because yeah. The good old mate, Billy. Uh, we used to have a great time in uh, camp, rooming together, and uh, we always, you know, look forward to it every year, getting together, having a great time in camp. But yeah. he's not here no more. So, and with COVID, mate, it's. It's, it's a sad week, rooming by yourself, I tell you. <laughs> it's, I know, it's funny because everyone that, that rooms uh, all the time, they get, they wish they were the captain or the coach. And they this is back when we were playing because we all had to yeah. room together with someone. And you wish it, oh, I wish I had my own room. But not all it's cut out, cut out, behalf. No, I, I, I like uh, the mateship and having someone around because, um, you know, you know when you've got to get to places on time and your mate always pushes or he knows when to get to... Uh, training or dinners so it's always good to have some mate around because when you're by yourself you don't really take too much notice of uh you know the time that i think so yeah you're pretty late, as I, say, I love i love mateship mate yeah hey back at sanctuary cove first time in a while why why do you think you're back there or what you know billy and co is it uh you, you think it's a pretty good spot to yeah be? i think it's uh, uh it's wonderful it's billy's choice so uh, we sort of and with COVID, I think we've been at the Sheridan last couple of years, and then we were at the W in Brisbane the year before. So it's been a few years. So, and I think through the period where you know the Queensland team was very strong, I think we had a, a good association here with the Century Cove. So Billy, being the coach, he's brought it back here, and uh, it's it's great. It's a great facility. We've got great uh, team rooms set up here. We have got saunas. We have got gyms. And the training fields on the driving range here at Century Cove, so mm. a lot of people come down and watch us train. So it's a it's a great facility. Good sidestepping practice. They're still using the driving range. Mm. That's yeah. so you've got to be yeah. got to be a bit careful. It's like dodging <laughs> chicken dodging the uh, the cans they were throwing at him on the field. Though. Hey, um, you got an opposed session with your old club, uh, the Ipswich Jets, tomorrow. How does that work? Yeah, the mighty Jets are coming. Uh, they come down tomorrow afternoon, so we've got a three o'clock opposed session, and then we've got another opposed session with another club. I'm not sure who it is on on Saturday, which uh, it's great for the team and and certainly great for the Ipswich Jets players who come down and and go up against the uh, Queensland side. It's yeah. uh, it's great for us as well because yeah. uh, the Queensland side get a fair bit out of it as well having a opposed session. So it's great for both and. Uh, you know, both teams bring plenty of energy into the joint. That's uh, only going to help Queensland come next Wednesday night. Now, Alf, outside of Josh Hanna as an assistant, Cam Smith, and, uh, of course, JT, do yourself and JT you know, work collaboratively in relation to working with the halves? Yeah, we do a little bit with the halves. JT probably more, but, uh, you know, we, we help them. And, and that's with the staff. And that's what the week's about. We're all here to help them out, so... If the players want to come and grab you to do any extras or anything or have a chat, uh, that's what we're here for. You know, it's Nate Miles here is here as well. So he helps a lot of the forwards, sits down and talks with them. So, 
and it's just a great camp. And, you know, with Billy coming in, he's, he's got plenty of experience. And as you said, with Cam Smith and Jonathan Person, you know, it's, it's pretty hard to uh, go past them three. So they've got plenty of knowledge of the game and uh, certainly are great mentors for these great young talent. And, and I think they've picked a, a fantastic side. They're all informed, the spine's informed. So looking to forward to next Wednesday night, mate. I think it's going to be a crack of a game. New South Wales, always going to have a strong side. But uh, I think uh, Queensland, I think we're matching up very well against them. Now, if we keep hearing about uh, Billy's attention to detail, just methodical with his research um, going into the camp. But now with Katoni Staggs, you spend every day with him at the Broncos, along with Payne Haas. But Katoni Staggs, probably his position a little bit more detailed. Will Will Billy pick your brain about Katoni and and what to expect on field that he probably doesn't know anything about? Uh, I'm sure he will, mate. Uh, we sort of haven't sat down in detail, but I'm sure he'll before Wednesday night or before training the next couple of days to sit down and discuss these players because you know they've been they've been in great form for the Broncos as well. So, yeah. but Billy, as you said, his attention to detail is second to none, and. Uh, He's uh, very thorough in what he does, and that's what he did when he played, mate, and that's no different now in his coaching style. He's super aggressive. Just just quickly on, on Katoni Staggs, Alf, because I was going to ask you the same thing. A little bit of an insight into him. Is, is it, you know, does he remind you of anyone? He's a bit bit like a, a Chris Johns who was rip, who ripped into everything, but maybe a little bit even more powerful. Yeah, well, I, he's more powerful, but I think he's... Uh, Extras, little extra things he's been doing at the Broncos. He's chased from dummy half. He's marked work. His defence has really improved this year. And that's why I, I think he's known as an attacking player. But I think he's really worked hard. Johnny Cartwright's been working really hard in his defensive part of the game. And that's why I think he's improved so much this year as a player. Mm. And his combination as well with Selwyn Cobbo, which has uh, been fantastic. And, and Selwyn Cobbo's had the rewards of uh, getting an origin spot as well. Yeah, it'd be great to see those young kids into camp and coming into camp like uh, like Selwyn and co. Hey, hey Alpha, news through just a little while ago. I'm not sure if you've, if you've heard that Ray Warren has uh, hung up the golden microphone. He's not going to call any more footy games. So that means no state of origin calling for Rabs um, just a week out from the game. Did you did you have much to do with him? I didn't have a real lot. Uh, I knew him very well, but, uh, you know, I only seen him through the through the football and when they were at games and all that. But uh, a great gentleman, always always welcoming and with a shake of the hand and a great little chap. But uh, remarkable, man, and to hear his calls and not to have him in the game anymore. It's, it's, a, it's a sad day for rugby league. Yeah, it sure is. Mm. And, and, mate, we've, we've actually been through some of his calls today. And it's amazing how many you feature in, Elf, and those great, uh, those great origin days and some of your your exploits for the Broncos. Um, so, uh, yeah, good on you, mate. Hey, Alpha, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day and hope all goes well for the rest of the camp. Hey, thanks, boys, and uh, go the Maroons. Good man there, Alfie Langer, joining us on Sports Day. And we better get to a break for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. He's got what everyone bluffed, hasn't he? He yeah, is. He comes across as this serious, introverted sort of person. I know, he's the funniest He's person. a rat bag. He is, he is. <laughs> break time back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Sports update time, Sats. Um, eat good with rolled. It's fast, fresh, Vietnamese. And last night was uh, a tennis match for the ages. It was only a quarterfinal. 
only a quarterfinal of the French <laughs> Open, but two of the all-time greats. And the uh, the better one won, the one that I love. Rafa Nadal, four-set winner over Nadal. Um, Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic, who, mm. was, who was a hot favourite in that game. Yep. Djokovic, despite the fact Nadal's won the French Open, what, 13 times or something? Crazy. Uh, yeah, a four-setter. And, uh, it was. And Nadal went in with it. You know, injured injuries and foot problems and all sorts of stuff. Played a what is it? Played a five setter a few days ago as well. And um, Zverev, who beat Alcaraz, we'll talk about that very soon. He would have been hoping that this game went for six hours. Uh, second set was absolutely amazing. Djokovic was down for love, and ended up coming back and winning that set six four. Mm. So yeah, it was an amazing game. And Nadal wanted to play at night, didn't get his wish. Had yep. to play in the day. Was very, uh, very emotional after the game. Yeah, apparently Djokovic uh, had a drop shot tactic and it just didn't didn't work. So uh, maybe because the the court was a bit slower or something, not so sure. But they were just a lot of people are questioning it. It didn't work and he didn't uh, didn't change it throughout. Mm. So four hours it was. Yes, yes, uh, amazing stuff. Now. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Football Australia is still in the dark. Tommy Rogic is, is one of their stars. He plays for um, in Scotland. Yep. Plays uh, for Celtic. Yeah. 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 He's, um, he hasn't turned up. He's withdrawn from their squad for the World Cup qualifying playoffs. These are about to happen in Doha. Mm. And We're going the long way home to try and get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we are. But they need to. They need to, to be outstanding. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he didn't turn up, and they don't know where he is, and they've got this do-or-die showdown against the United Arab Emirates. I reckon Ange Postacoglu, who's his coach at Celtic, has got, a, got him hidden in like a basement in Ireland. Oh, what? So you reckon in he's Scotland, not I mean. Play. He's he saying, <laughs> no, you're, not going, away. you're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. well, all right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Eat good and feel good with Rolled. It's fast, fresh Vietnamese order on the app today. And the all-new Kia Sportage has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yes, uh, for Repco, from navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years, Repco's been driven by passion. That's ridiculous. Scotty Sattler, mm. have you got, i got one here for you, actually, that I... Think you might uh, be interested in mm-hmm. in boxing? I read that George Cambosa says he's prepared to die in the ring on Sunday. Come on, that's ridiculous! It, it, like I know you can say that yeah. stuff. He doesn't want to die. He's not prepared to die. He's prepared. It's like to Trevor Gilmore when he had to get out of the bed in hospital in '95, and he said, "They said if you go back on the field, you could die because of septicemia." Yeah. He said, well, it's not a bad place to die in Lang Park winning an origin. Yeah, exactly. But, Holding up the trophy. <laughs> but if you if you die getting all the belts, like he's trying to chase the WBC belt off Devon Hayne, you don't yeah. get to enjoy it, do you? No, that's right. Exactly. So you, do, you go, oh, I, I, I'm prepared to die, but I won. But then, <laughs> what? Hang on. Um, yeah, so he's got he's got like four belts and Haney's got one or he's two. He's just one belt he hasn't got. They're both, they're both undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Devon Haney's had a longer career. This could be amazing. Um, but... Cambosis is the one that goes to other people's houses and knocks them down. That's what he does. 
Yeah, well, he, he, he went to England and... Oh, to other... Yeah, went okay, to England gotcha, and beat yeah. this guy called Lee Selby and then went to America and, oh, I thought you and meant beat he's a Tiafema Lipe Lopez. Oh, it's going to be difficult for De- Devin Haney, but he's a good fighter. Yeah. Um, okay, my uh, That's Ridiculous is Bulldogs halfback, Brandon Wakeham, playing second grade last week for the Bulldogs. Well, he what looked like an eye gouge on Dragon's young gun, Tyrell Sloan, who was playing second grade as well. He's pled guilty to eye gouging or contrary conduct for an eye gouge on Tyrell Sloan and has been given four-game suspension. Come on, that's ridiculous. The footage shows, which it does, listeners, if you haven't seen it, go and look at it on Fox Sports. The the image and the video of him eye gouging Tyrell Sloan, it is deliberate and it's not a mistake and he pleads guilty and he gets four weeks. That is ridiculous. You're eye gouging. Yeah. You're double figures. I mean, remember Steve Lenane eye gouged Greg Alexander? Uh, 16 weeks or something? 16 weeks, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and there's been a few over the years. Yeah. Uh, Josh Maguire went a couple Did of too. times. Yeah. He got some big penalties. Yeah. Four weeks. Four weeks. Do they, they think it was accidental or? It doesn't look accidental. Well, I, and I'm wondering if it was in the NRL whether he'd get more weeks. They're hoping he'd maybe fly under the radar being second grade. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not mm. good at all. Rightio, uh, Repco from navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years. Been driven by passion. Last blast next. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. And now it's from Printers, away the girdler. It's come off the feet of the Roosters. Fiddler's gone after it. Then he scoops the ball away to Boone. Boone puts on a fend. Then he puts on a sprint. Well, there you go, the fat man on the end of You snuck that in, didn't you? We did. Uh, well, it was one of his great calls, and there were so many, so many games. Yeah. Um, and it'd be hard to uh, to watch a game back and go, well, that was an average call. Tell you what, Badge, the 2000, Especially Origin. sorry, 1994 State of Origin, the miracle try, which was, of course, Mark Coyne's try. Yeah. It was a great call. That was. That and he, was he forget- here comes the big fella. Yeah, he doesn't call Mal, does he? It's, here comes uh, the big fella. and That's not a try. That's a, that's that's a, a miracle. miracle. And then 1994, talking about Mal, Mal's last game, grand final in, in the New South Wales Rugby League, he takes that intercept and scores the try against the Bulldogs in the grand final. That's a great call that as is, well. That yeah. is. Righto, uh, now, uh, what was once a dream is now within grasping distance for Tim it Zoo. It is, Sats. yeah. So Jamel Charlo is a, he's a, one of a set of twins, and he is the undisputed uh, super welterweight world championship. But that aside, the WBO, which is one of the many belts that he holds and one of the organisations, has has instructed the Charlo team that Tim Zoo is the number one mandatory talent challenger, so they have set... You've got until June 20 to set a fight and a purse and, and whatever it may be because you have to fight him. So Beauty. this is Tim Zhu's final moment. This is what he's been – this is what had been – he started boxing and, what, and they, following his dad's – If they set the fight, does he, does he have to set it within a few months? So no, there's not over a period of time. They've just got to be able to set a purse and a date by June the 20th. It could be six months away. Or yeah, then. yeah. They've both got to agree. They've both got to agree on the purse and – uh, all their promoters and so 
It's just great a, stuff. It's great. And it'll be in America. It won't be in Australia. Mm. Um, it, this will be a great fight. This will be amazing. Amazing fight. I can't wait. Beauty. All righty. And I'm um, just hearing that uh, Dan Ricciardo's Formula One career career is on the brink. Um, Jacques Villeneuve, the yeah. former world champ, basically said his time with McLaren is over. Um, he's back in 11th spot. On the mm. weekend, uh, Lando Norris, his teammate, uh, did really well. And, uh, and, and Dan... Didn't do so well. Um, Lando Norris is up in sixth on the title race. So we keep hearing for many years that Dan Ricciardo on an on an even keel is one of the best drivers on the circuit. Yeah. But yet his you know, his results haven't reflected that. I know I know it's the teams with the most amount of money generally win most of the the Grand Prix. But he's uh, yeah he sort of hasn't reached the heights that we thought he would. Yeah, well, you know what they're saying. I think they're saying is that McLaren, if his teammate's doing better than him, yeah. then he, he's a better driver because you get the same car. Dan might have another. Apparently, story. a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right, this sports day, the all new Kia Sportage has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Good on your sets. Thanks, listeners. See, See you tomorrow night. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.